We have a lot of music news coming your way. This is VHL's Next. You are tuned in to Black Hollywood Live Next. This is such like a good Sunday vibe right now. Yeah. yeah. You know? Okay. What? Okay. Oh. Okay, Rome. Mm. What's up? You already know. I heard it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Guys, this is VHL's next. I'm your host, Raylan <clears> T. <throat> And thank you for joining us on this beautiful Sunday. I'm here with Realm Diggy. What's good? Oh, man, you already know. It's Buckeye City representing Numbro Uno. <laughs> Numbro Uno, we here. Thanks we're here. so much for coming today. Uh, I can't wait to dive into uh, your story to let everybody know about you and what you got going on. Uh, so, born and raised in Columbus, Ohio, born right? Born and raised. Yes, yes, yes. So, that means you're. Uh, we're going to get into Ohio State. Oh, yeah, yeah Are you yeah, a Browns yeah. fan, too? All the way. Yeah? Anything Ohio. I don't care what it is. We're playing chess. I'm Ohio. Whatever, whatever the sport is, it's Ohio. It's I'm Ohio it. all yeah, day. All day. Okay. I feel it. I feel it. So, give me a little bit uh, about your story. I know, understand that you were in school in fourth grade, mm-hmm. and uh, your teacher knew that you just had this ability to just <clears throat> write incredibly. Well, um, we um, we were given an assignment, and mm-hmm. uh, like usual, I waited to like the last minute to uh, <laughs> to write the story. Like, it gave us like a week to write a story, and I waited like the night before. And um, I just wrote something real fast, like 20 minutes, and turned it in. Mm-hmm. And then um, that following Monday, <clears throat> he came to me and was like, um, who wrote this for you? And I said, I wrote it. No, he said, no, no. Who? What adult wrote this story for you? You, you couldn't mm-hmm. have wrote it. And I'm like, no, I wrote it. And um, he entered it into uh, like five different contests, and I came in like third place in like three of them. Wow. And he told me, he's like, man, don't never put the pen down. So since then, I, um, I mean, I always wrote. But ever since then, I knew that, I, I mean, I just started writing stories, stories that didn't yes. even make sense. I just kept writing and writing and writing. And, and then how did you translate <clears throat> these stories into music? Um, life. You mm-hmm. know, um, like, um, my name is Realm, and it's short for realism, mm-hmm. so I don't stray from the path of being real, and I, don't, I can't write about nothing I really don't know. I mean, I could write your story for you, but it wouldn't sound as good as if it came from me if it was my story, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So my stories come out more passionate and more, and more heartfelt. Mm-hmm. So that's awesome. So then 2003. Oh man, 2003. We was, uh, <laughs> okay. So Take me to 2003 when you heard this song on the radio. All right. Before we get to that part, we was, um, I wrote that song work on the Buckeye city, just representing my city. And, um, it was underground and, um, and you know, we was, um, me and my manager, rest in peace, mm-hmm. Derek Goins and my um, other partner, Keelan Cates, big mm-hmm. Cates, what up? Um, we was in New York at the Bodegas, and we found our instrumental for um, Welcome to New York City, and it was Jay-Z and Cameron's instrumental. So I was like, oh, man, I'm about to rep my city on this. And uh, we couldn't come up with a name for it because it was everything sounded garbage. What you going to call it? <laughs> the capital, Welcome to the capital city. Welcome mm-hmm. to our city. I was like, nah. So we on the plane, and I'm half asleep, and he tapped me, and he was like, um, what you going to call the song? And I didn't open my eyes. I said, Welcome to Buckeye City. And like three seconds later, we both stood up on the plane like, I think you this did it. it. I was like, I think I did it too. <laughs> so, you know, uh, went home. I wrote the song. I wrote the first two verses, and um, then I called my little brother, Diamond, 
um, and um, told him to get on the third verse. Mm-hmm. He wrote a third verse, and he's straight gangster. So the third verse, he was killing everything. I mean, the verse was tight, but uh, so my manager was like, yo, <clears throat> that verse is tight, but we're going to push it to the side. So now talk about the football team on your third verse. Mm-hmm. Since I repped the city all the way in the first two verses, third mm-hmm. verse, repped the um, football team. I repped the football team. <clears throat> Wrote that song when we was 2-0. and We ended up winning the national championship that year. That song was okay. number one on the radio station for like six months. I was I was beating <laughs> Snoop. I was beating Dre. I was beating Tupac. I was beating Eminem. Everybody like underground. Like I had the number one and number two song on the radio. It was sick. It was, I was, I literally was getting tired of hearing my own song on the radio. Like, like I'm not even joking. It was like, it was so much. I'm like, man, like I could leave the house right now. The song will be on the radio. Get to the store. Somebody pull up. It's playing. <laughs> Get to where I'm going. It's playing. I'm like, you playing Couldn't the CD? They like, it. no, it's the radio. I'm like, wow, that's awesome. <clears throat> yeah. It so was what? Though. What do you love the most about how you know people live in these cities and they probably don't have as much love as you do Definitely. for your city? So what's so special to you about Ohio? <sighs> you know, it's just where I'm from. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, and, and and where we where I'm from, we we not only is it a college town, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the capital of Ohio, and we, being from Ohio, if you meet anybody from Ohio, you're going to know they're from Ohio because it's just, that's just what it is, you know, you know, the heart of it all. That's our slogan for a reason. It's the heart of it all. So, you know, we, 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 we ride or die Ohio. Yeah? Yeah. What's one thing that Ohio has that LA doesn't? Grippo's potato chips. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. You have to put me on. What is Grippo's potato chips? It's like the be, best potato Yes, yes. It's, it, you, you can only find them in Columbus, Ohio, too. Really? Yeah. Well, no. You might find them elsewhere in Ohio, but, but you go to Columbus, Ohio, but ask for some But you're definitely not finding chip. them out here. Nah, 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 no. nah, nah. And White Castles. They oh, say it's yeah. a White Castle somewhere out here, yeah, but nah, yeah. you can't find White Castles. We don't have White Castle out nah, here. Uh-uh. Dang. So we're missing out on Grippo's potato chips, yeah, LA yeah. people. We got to go to Ohio and cop those ASAP immediately. So then I also want to tap into, you know, you uh, becoming this a musician, and you did have a traumatic experience happen to you where I know your manager have, uh, mm. was, was murdered. Yes. Um, can you talk a little bit about that and how you were still able to push through and, you know, pursue your dreams? Because that is something that, you know, is definitely devastating, especially with having someone close to you helping you, uh, you know, come into your own. Yeah, it was, um, I mean... It's still hard to this day, you know. Um, mm-hmm. To the, the way I went, the way it, the way it all went down, and um, for me, it was um, I was out here in California, and um, he was getting married, so I flew home to Ohio to go to his wedding, and mm-hmm. he had been with his wife to be prior to them getting married um, since they were like fifteen, yeah, or sixteen like high years old. Students, so yeah. yeah, so they were together forever, and um, and then for me to fly home, and then three weeks after his. He said, I do to his wife. He was murdered. And um, the way it, it it all happened for me, like, I had to, um, I had to, I was the last person to see him alive because I was leaving the studio. Mm-hmm. And um, had I had, it was a situation where everybody knows when I'm in, when I'm home in Ohio, if, if I'm at home, I'm in the studio. You don't even have to call me. You know yeah. I'm in the studio. So that day, I just so happened to have to leave the studio to go get a rental car at that, at that particular time because mm-hmm. my son's mother was coming in town the mm-hmm. next day. So <clears throat> for me to leave, and then when I come back, you know, I'm driving down the street, and we we lived in these condos where the studios was, and all mm-hmm. the condos look, look the same. So when I'm pulling up, I see yellow tape and, and, and the police, and I'm like, like, is that our condo? I'm like, no, nah, it can't be our condo, you know? So when I pull up, 
I'm like, it is our condo. So I had my blinker on. I took my blinker off, and I'm going straight. The cop pulled me over. Now, at this time, I didn't have a driver's license. I had probably had a warrant for my arrest for driving <laughs> with no driver's license in Ohio, but I'm living in California at the yeah. same time. So when the cop pulled me over, I'm kind of nervous. He's like, why are you nervous? I'm like, you really want to know? I said, because... He said, yeah. I said, because I don't have a um, driver's license, and if you run my ID, you're probably going to take me to jail. I've never seen this cop before in my life, and he said, Realm. He said my stage name. He said, Realm. That's the furthest thing from my mind right now. So now I'm comfortable. Like, okay, cool. You know, local celebrity, whatever. Yeah. Um, I give him my ID, and um, he was like, what are you doing back there? I'm like, I'm visiting a friend. You know, it's none of his business where I'm, where I'm going. Yeah. And then I'm like, what's going on? And he said, um, it's been a shooting. I said, sir, I live right there. And he said, you live right where? I said, I live right there. So he got me out the car, and he grabbed me by my, uh, my arm. He's walking me, took me under the tape. He said, where you live at? I'm like, right here where the light's on. We keep walking where the light's on. He asked me again because we're getting closer. He said, where do you live at? I'm like, well, I live right here. And, the, and my manager laying right there on the floor um, in the grass. And um, <clears throat> in my mind, I'm looking at him, and I'm like, D, get up. The police are here. Like, I know he's not playing, though. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And to see him just laying there was like, so the cops was like, you know, we, we, we didn't know who he was, and, you know, he's been here for a minute. So, And then I had to call his wife. Mm. I had to, you know, I had to call everybody. And um, that phone call was like, that still haunts me, to, you know, because I could hear in her voice, Realm, stop playing. And I'm like, I wouldn't, I, I can't play like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um, I think it's, like, even worse, I think, for you to go through that and then, have to hear that they're potentially looking at you as a suspect. They wasn't looking at me as a suspect. Well, they were because, you know, I was yeah. the last person to see me alive and the first person on the scene, so they mm-hmm. had to do their investigation. Yeah. But for the streets to, to point their fingers at me was, was, was real hard for me because I'm thinking, I'm like, y'all know how much D loved me. You know how much I love D? That was my brother. Like, how can you look at me like that, you know? But mm-hmm. not hindsight 50-50, I remember, you know, when... They put me in the back of the police van, and then thousands of people start showing up, and I'm the only one leaving off the scene in the police uh-huh. van. So they put together their own story. Yeah. And at that time, my, our record label, Raw Footage, was one of the biggest record labels in um, Ohio uh-huh. at that time because mm-hmm. of my song. And then it was a um, so-called fake beef going on between us and Mean Mug Records with the streets put together, which it really wasn't no because those are my brothers. You know what I mean? And, and it was going to be a time where we all worked together. But so they put together that story saying that I wanted to leave my manager and and I set him up and this, that, and the third. And it was like it was disgusting feeling that, you know, even even people that I that were that were family of his that knew me even didn't even want to yeah. sit sit next to me at the funeral. You know what I mean? Like it mm. was like it was that it was that, you know, that feeling like I had to walk around with that, you know, like couldn't even mourn right with, yeah. with, with, with the homies, you know what I mean? Because yeah. everybody, like, you know, yeah, mad at yeah. me, but not saying they're mad at me because I still got to be there. And they, they, they want to point the finger, but they wasn't there. But they're only going by what, what the streets yeah. were saying. And I and I still, by the grace of God, had to stay there and, 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 and stick it out because... God no, I didn't do that. Yeah. And and I didn't even I didn't even have the energy at that time to debate. Yeah. You know, like, get out of here with that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If 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 you're mad at me or you, you feel some type of way, you feel that way, handle your business because I don't even have the energy. I'm trying to mourn my brother, my best friend, and, and if you think that about me, that's sick of you because you really didn't know D then if you think that about me. Yeah. But eventually the right person was they, um, they they knew the day after, supposedly, because it was a 
it was a, some other kind of setup. And I didn't even know these people. You know, I'm living in California and back and forth to yeah. Ohio, so I didn't even know what was going on. But they still had to do their investigation. So from November until January, I guess it was when they caught the people, mm-hmm. that still was still firing around that, you know, I had something yeah. to do with it. And I'm like, you know, like I said, I didn't have the energy and, and, and don't even have the energy to entertain anything like that, you know what yeah. I mean? Because I was my brother, man, and um, everybody knows. If they knew D, they they already know, yeah. you know, yeah. You know, a lot of times when you have a tragedy uh, in your life, I feel as though, you know, everything happens for a reason. God puts these obstacles in your way to help you learn from something or, you know, find a bigger picture. So was there anything that that moment taught you or you learned um, from experiencing that? Yeah, it taught me that at any moment, this could be over. Mm. Because my manager, rest in peace, Derek Goins, didn't have an enemy. Mm. So for him to leave like that, it, it let me know, like, anybody, like, nobody's nobody's left off the list. Especially, you know, when it comes with street violence or, or somebody else hating or, or you don't know. Like, like I said, everybody has a mind, but you can't read nobody's. Exactly. So you don't know what the next person is thinking. So and for that to come out like that, yeah, like you don't know. You really don't know. Mm-hmm. And and the people that did it didn't was supposedly didn't even know where my manager stayed. But it was it was it was sick. It was yeah. But mm-hmm. like I said, that 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 taught me a lesson that nobody nobody's left off. Yeah. And so with moving forward, you know, you fueled <clears throat> all this into your music. So. um you know, what kept you to keep going after experience them too? One, I don't know how to quit. Yeah. And two, I owe it to my manager. Mm. I owe it to to my children. Mm. I owe it to his daughter. Because to be putting in this much work this amount of time mm-hmm. and, and to give up will be a slap in the face to them. Like, hold on, you made us, you know what I mean, wait yeah. for you and watch you do all that for this? Nah, nah, so... No, I don't know. And I know what I know. When you know, when you know, mm. you just know. So it's like, like I said, I never had an off switch. Mm. I mean, I've, I've had potholes and, 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 and life situations happen, you know, and, and you know, big downfalls and, and, and uh, you know, but like I said, an off switch, I don't have one when it comes to, to trying to get what I want. Yeah. And I know that's one thing that you try to preach to your listeners is the sense, sense of self. Exactly. And, uh, you know, knowing who you are. So uh, how do you do that in the studio? Like, what, how do you come up uh, with the right way to teach this to your audience? Through music. Through my, through, through, I don't. Like, how do you, like, you put li- together a song? Like, what, like, when you want to go into the studio, like, like, what's your zone? What's the zone of realm? I, realm has its own zone. I don't like to go into the <laughs> studio and write. That process takes forever. Mm-hmm. Um, and. I like, I have my own space. I get a track, I put it on, and mm-hmm. I listen to it until the track tells me what to write. Mm-hmm. You know, some people just get on a track and say, I'm going to write about this. Mm-hmm. And they write about it, and a lot of people, and it comes out. Mm-hmm. But when me and the track mesh, it, 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 it it's a beautiful thing because mm-hmm. it's like I become an instrument on the track too. Even though my voice is the loudest thing you hear, mm-hmm. it's the, it's, I'm still in sync with what the track is saying all the way. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I also hear that you're trying to work with um, LeBron. 
Yes, Big I am. Big homie LeBron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The What's big going homie. on with that? Um, we got some things going on with um with some people connecting some things. So um, yeah. I really want to speak too much about it, but um. Like, be looking out yeah, for it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be looking out for it. Be, okay. looking out, be looking out for it. Well, Rome, you also are going to be my co-host as we dive into some hot topics. So are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. So speaking of LeBron, he did sit down <clears throat> with uh, Drake this week. We saw on uh, HBO a sports documentary. But another thing, too, with Drake, speaking of him, is that uh, he's had this Scorpion tour that he's been doing. He added, uh, I think, about like five more shows to L.A. So he's going to be in L.A. for a while. So he had one on uh, Friday. And then another uh, yesterday. But uh, the first show in Staples Center, he brought out Chris Brown, which is big because for a long time, a lot of people thought that they were beefing, Mm -hmm. you know? So we do have footage of it, guys. This is insane. Drake is making up with a lot of people. We got Meek Mill, and now we got Chris Brown. So let's take a look (coughs) at when Chris Brown came out for Drake's concert. I'd like to share the stage with this man in LA. I hope you motherfucking enjoy it. Let's go. Ah, that's a good look. I burned down a, a, a Drake freestyle to one of his beats and I took yeah. like, oh man, murdered it. I believe it. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I feel like it's time for all these long-term beefs to be squashed. Yeah, it is. It is. It's um, especially when it when it when it turns into off the track, because I'm all the way down for a verbal, yeah, battle. Like that's the era. That's what hip hop is. You know Definitely. what I mean? Like we can sit here and have a debate lyrically, bar for bar, and at the end of the day. Shake so my hand and go because other. it's like football, it's like basketball, it's like any sport. It's just we just using our vocals mm. and who's stronger. You know what I mean? Who can get the crowd to the eye? You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, because it at the end of the day you're selling words, right? So what's the what's the point? <laughs> we just going at each other with words. Let's let's this is just strengthen ourselves too because it's like okay, I know I know his skill level, I know his skill set, he knows my skill set, so I got to come at a different angle. I got to yeah. do something, but you know, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so guys, maybe a collab with Drake and Chris Brown? Who knows? I'm here for it. Speaking of hip-hop and what hip-hop was based on, uh, Hulu is now coming out with this scripted series about uh, Wu-Tang Clan. It's Wu-Tang, an American saga. It's going to be a 10-episode scripted series, and RZA is going to be writing it. It's going to be produced uh, alongside with uh, Method Man and also the estate of Old Dirty Bastards. So are you here for this? Of course. Of course. I am a a 36-chamber member. (laughs) I was hey, listen. When Method first dropped, I was uh, it was yeah, it was was pandemic. Who are your hip hop influences? First of all, Redman. 
Redman? Redman. Reggie Noble. That's, that's my favorite <laughs> rapper. I, I, that's, yeah, Reggie Noble. I would say Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Realm Diggy. Um, and uh, Biggie. Mm-hmm. You know, cast that that Slick Rick, of course Slick Rick. Slick Rick Even though yeah. Slick Rick, we had, and I ain't gonna go into that. We, <laughs> okay. we almost had an altercation one day, but it was crazy. <laughs> it was crazy. What? Yeah, yeah. Me and Slick Rick. It was um, I was at a um, it was at a show in uh in Milwaukee, mm-hmm. and um, <clears throat> it was the Lyricist Lounge show, and um, this this barber she gave me the um flyer like you should go to this show. I'm like okay, yeah, Slick Rick performing, but then I seen this that opening act was the Lone Catalyst. I'm like, those are my first producers, you know what I mean? So I'm like, okay, I'm going to go. So I promised the whole week I put that 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 flyer in one of those stand-up mirrors yeah. in the corner, yeah. and I was battling the flyer, right? Yeah. So I get to the show. Uh, the Lone Catalyst is on stage. They're in Milwaukee. They see me, of course. They're going to pull me on stage. They pull me on stage. They give me the microphone during one of their songs, and I killed the crowd. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I shouldn't have went off stage. But when I went off stage... And Slick Rick started performing. I went around to the side and told the, uh, my homies, I said, hey, yo, go tell Slick Rick I want to battle. They was like, no, we're not going to tell Slick Rick you want to battle him. I said, all right, I'll tell him myself. So I walked around to the front of the uh, show, and while, <laughs> while Slick Rick is rapping, I'm, I'm spitting every bar of his word for word. I'm, I'm the hypest thing in there. I'm jumping, I'm jumping. But every time he look at me, I look like I got a mic in my hand. I'm like, yo. So he stopped the concert. He said, yo, 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 what's going on? I said, I want to battle. He said, you want to what? I said, I want to battle. The whole crowd went bananas. So I'm like, he said, okay, after the show, I'm going to let you get your shine. Man, listen, I started levitating. I had so much energy. So so this was at the time (laughs) when I I used to drink. I don't drink anymore, but this was around the time I used to drink. Shots what was, was coming you from on? everywhere. What, kind of, what, what drink of choice? I was, was on that Henny that straight. Henny, I know. It was they was coming in shot glasses this big. So and you he, was ready, ready, you juiced. Okay. He walked off stage. I ran up to him. I gave him a big hug, and uh-huh. I, I'm like, "Yo, so what's up with the battle?" He looked at me, said, "You, you still want a battle?" So I hit him with a uh, with a bar from his album that he just dropped. I said, "You said if a nigga want to eat, you better not ever cry battle." He was like, boy, you could swung at me. His manager had to grab him and take him up out of there. I'm like, whoa. I mean, he had on every ring and everything. But listen, had he had let me battle him, mm-hmm. he wouldn't have said anything after I was done because I would have paid so much homage to who he was. He thought I was going to battle him. I and really like- wanted to battle him. But when I went over into my corner, it hit me like, you know who that is? That's that's yeah. where you get your style from. Yeah. Don't disrespect. Mm-hmm. All right, you snuck your way in. Now let him know what it is. I was going to let him know exactly where the penmanship came from. But it turned into that. But, you know. Dang. But that's yeah. a legendary story. Though. Yeah, it now is. You it can is. always say I that. Have, I have a lot of stories like that. <laughs> from Dr. Dre, from from Slick, from, from uh, the DOC. A lot of yeah, like, like my, my my drive, my journey has been been thick, been crazy. I also see that it stems from like just a, like a lot of confidence and sense of self that you really truly believe in yourself. Exactly. So that's why you just go hard for yourself, and nobody's gonna advocate for you better than nobody. You. Nobody. Yeah. Nobody wants it for me more than me. Exactly. Yeah. That's awesome. And if you do, I will give you a job. Come on, for real, for real, for real. So you got this Wu Tang uh, series that's in the works. So hopefully it'll be coming soon. But it's gonna start take place in like you know early '90s in New York with the um, you know height of the crack cocaine uh, epidemic. So 
It's gonna mm. be an interesting story, interesting ride. I'm excited yeah, to see. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait myself. So, Rome, what's up? What's up and coming for you? I see you got these hats. Let us know oh, about yeah, these yeah, hats. Yeah, yeah, we got the hats right here. Keep making a. Keep making the Buckeyes great. You feel me? Yes. You can go to my website, realmbiggie.com. We got the merch on there. Um, we um, got T-shirts. Um, I'm a Buckeye for the single. My single just dropped. Um, well, not just dropped. Like a month and a half ago, it dropped. Um, it's doing real good, but um, we need to get it up there. We need to get it yeah. up there. You know, check it out. Yeah, and it's on it like all the streaming it's platforms. Streaming right? everywhere. Streaming, streaming everywhere. everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What else, what else is up and coming for you? Any shows that yeah, I got a show you can check out? November 10th um, in Long Beach. <clears throat> it's... Um, if you uh, follow me at, at Realm Diggy and at Realm Diggy One, you can um I will I will um, put the location up here real soon. But um the date is November tenth and um yeah and um what else what else we got? It's a couple things else going. Oh yeah, the um, Ohio um, Hip Hop Awards. I'm one of the um I'm giving away an award and performing two songs at the Ohio Hip Hop Awards oh, really? in November. Yeah, so yeah, that's gonna be big. Okay, too. that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. That I actually has had an artist um last week, mm-hmm. Jamie. She's um, nominated for Best Hip Hop. Um, actually, no, R&B. Yeah, in Ohio. See, She's yeah. nominated. Yeah. yeah. So uh-huh. you guys have a lot of um, music coming out from there. Listen, I was just at She the... was saying that she likes the vibe. She's from L.A. and she moved to Ohio. Okay. And that's where she is now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was um, yeah. At the American, uh, the AMA after party and uh, mm-hmm. talking to a guy and he was like, oh, where are you from? I'm like, Ohio. He was like, um, you guys have a music scene in Ohio? I, said, I hear that you guys, the music scene I'm like, is man, lit if you in don't Ohio. Knock it off, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, this is the beginning of the takeover. I mean, we always been here. If you do your research, it's just, it's just that we haven't had, had the, the, buzz the spotlight yeah, like everybody else. But yeah, it's mm-hmm. coming. Keep your cable on. You're gonna see us at the Grammys real soon. You feel me? Okay, yeah. Ohio. Mm-hmm. So, Realm, thank you so much for coming. Thank you, thank you, I'm thank so glad you. everybody got to hear your story and know what yeah, you're about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Appreciate awesome. It. That's Appreciate awesome. Yeah. Okay, guys. So make sure you guys follow Realm. Let them know one more time where they can check you out. Yeah, the name is Realm Diggy. That's R-E-L-M-D-I-G-G-I-E. You can find me at, at Realm Diggy and at Realm Diggy One. Yeah. And realmdiggy.com, you feel me? If you need and to send an email, realmdiggy at yahoo.com. She's trying to get at me <laughs> for the show booking. And keep an eye out for November 10th November for the 10th. location yeah, exactly. so y'all can go see him yes, perform, yes. okay? You will see me. Y'all know you ain't got nothing to do on that day. Rare form. <laughs> you better be there. You better be there. You gotta be there. Yeah. Guys, it's your girl Raylan T. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Raylan Taren. And I will see you guys next Sunday. Be sure to catch all things BHL at BHL Online. Bye. The views expressed here are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.